Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. In recent posts, we've taken a look at two of the things that can focus us on the negative side of the sexual ledger the prevalence of many misunderstandings about sex, and the occurrence of a number of disorders that can detract from our sexual experiences. In this post, we'll focus on a very positive aspect of sex, its role as a portal to human pleasure. Many, perhaps most, people in our society feel torn between strong emotions when they consider the role of pleasure in their life. On the one hand, we're drawn by the appeal of experiencing pleasure, we realize that we humans are biologically wired to be motivated to seek pleasure and to avoid pain. On the other hand, we're keenly aware of the many social strictures that direct us to keep the strong forces of sexual pull on a very short leash. We are socially programmed to downplay our sexual desires, except insofar as they lead us to buy specific products, and we can come to view our bodies as weak links that can cause us to succumb to base instincts that undercut our rationality and our self-control. We can feel caught in an emotional riptide that pulls us in opposite directions. Many, perhaps most, people in our society feel torn between strong emotions when they consider the role of pleasure in their life. On the one hand, we're drawn by the appeal of experiencing pleasure. We realize that we humans are biologically wired to be motivated to seek pleasure and to avoid pain. On the other hand, we're keenly aware of the many social strictures that direct us to keep the strong forces of sexual pull on a very short leash. We are socially programmed to downplay our sexual desires, except insofar as they may lead us to buy specific products, and we can come to view our bodies as weak links that can cause us to succumb to base instincts that undercut our rationality and our self-control. We can feel caught in an emotional riptide that pulls us in opposite directions. As we've noted in earlier posts, one of the pillars of sexology is the belief that pleasure is a human birthright. Enjoying pleasure can greatly enhance the quality of our life. Beyond that enjoyment, pleasure is essential to our health. As an example, touch is sometimes affectionately referred to as vitamin T because of its essential contribution to our emotional and physical well-being. As the social creatures that we are, touch and other sources of pleasure are a necessary part of our life. In this post, we won't dwell on the conflicted nature of pleasure in our society. Instead, we'll focus on how we can more openly welcome pleasure into our life. My personal perspective on pleasure is perhaps best summarized by theologian, philosopher, and psychologist Thomas Moore in his wonderful book titled The Soul of Sex. The following quotation eloquently captures many of my own beliefs. To quote, The Epicurean life rooted in a profound appreciation of the roles of desire and pleasure, offers a fertile ground for soul-filled sexuality. By definition, it is a philosophy of life in which sexual longing and pleasure have a home. It may appear that our culture is dedicated to pleasure because we seem so preoccupied with entertainment and convenience, but these are shallow substitutes for the abiding rewards Epicurus described over 2,000 years ago. The pleasures he recommended are those deep-seated satisfactions that arise from friendship, family, and creative work that lead to tranquility, not passivity, but to a calming of anxiety and craving. What a beautiful quote. One of the elements of relationship is sharing our experience of the world with a partner. Doing so brings us both companionship and pleasure, even as we offer those same things to our partner. 
Our senses provide a rich channel for us to connect with our environment. Our sense of touch is one of those channels. Let's consider how touch can enrich our life. Touch tells us a lot about the things we encounter in our surroundings, their temperature, texture, consistency or rigidity, etc. Touch occurs at the boundary of our body, so it tells us about the nature of what we're encountering. When touch originates in another human being who's interacting with us, touch provides a rich language that that person can use to communicate their desires and intentions toward us. Touch can also serve as a means of sharing the gift of physical pleasure with one another. There are a number of distinct kinds of touch. Each can communicate different things. Social touch, such as a handshake, of which there are many kinds, can serve social rituals to serve social functions such as greeting and validation. A friendly touch can convey greetings and welcome without expressing any particular agenda or desire. Loving touch is meant to express just that, love and affection. That is different from sexual touch, which conveys sexual interest. As is well recognized in Tantric tradition, slow, light touch is especially effective at creating a free flow of energy between two partners. In an atmosphere of trust and attunement, the entire body becomes an erogenous zone, alight with sensual and sexual energy. There's a particular class of skin-centered touch receptors called C-tactile afferents that respond strongly to that sort of touch. Sharing slow, sensual touch lights up these CT receptors, sending waves of delight through a receiver. This can effectively build sexual arousal in the receiver, while the giver can simultaneously become aroused through the knowledge of how erotic such touch can be for the receiver. Friendly, loving, and sexual touches are especially important in a relationship that reflects a deep connection. Frequent friendly and loving touches reflect the warmth and caring that underlie such a relationship, while sexual touch reflects the desire for physical and emotional union that also usually accompany a deep connection. Let's talk a little about the gift of massage. Massage is a wonderful and powerful tool for sharing both connection and the gift of pleasure within a couple. In a close relationship, massage goes beyond the healing function that characterizes therapeutic massage. Through sensual massage, that is, massage that is intended to deliver good feelings and relaxation without a sexual intent, the giver can tangibly show caring and warmth toward their partner, using touch as a means to express those underlying feelings. Good sensual massage requires that the giver be attuned to the receiver, to alter their touch in keeping with the receiver's reactions. Such a massage is generous in that it focuses mainly on the enjoyment of the receiver, although, of course, giving can also be a source of pleasure to the giver. It does not rely on rote technique, although some knowledge of technique and of the receiver's preferences is helpful. Instead, such a massage is truly a partnered experience in which the receiver is relaxed and open to receive the offered pleasure while offering the giver feedback regarding how the massage is received. Such an interaction is based on deep trust and caring between partners. If desired by the partners, a delicious sensual massage can flow into sexual massage in which the offered pleasure is broadened to include sexual touch. Of course, it's important that both partners share the desire to take touch in that direction. Many sensual massages are perfectly complete and satisfying without being taken in a sexual direction. Massage can be a lovely part of foreplay to set the mood, establish a connection, and light the fuse. For many, foreplay is seen as a mere prelude to intercourse as the main event. 
but that perspective does not do justice to the satisfaction and completeness that can accompany foreplay-related activities, such as sensual and sexual massage. Viewing sex as the nearly boundless adult playground that it is, it's perhaps more accurate to see massage as just one of the many modes of sensual and sexual connection that are available to a couple or a group. Imagination and a sense of creative openness to exploration can make massage simply one of many avenues to delight. In addition to massage, there are other forms of touch that can be intensely pleasurable in a sensual connection. Some people like to explore the unexpected and arousing sensations that can come from skin exposure to different temperatures, such as through the artful application of ice or warmed objects. Textures, such as those of fur or metal or glass objects, can also be very stimulating. The more adventurous might want to explore the use of other sense play instruments, such as the multi-pointed Wartenberg pinwheel, to induce interesting new sensations. Even more radical sensation play is practiced within the BDSM or kink community, which has a variety of sensation-inducing practices. Of course, touch, in its myriad forms, is only one of many potential sources of pleasure. We can also delight in the enchantment of good music, in a simple but lovingly prepared meal, in the heady fragrance of a rose garden, in the whole-body immersion of a dive into crystal waters, or the rush of a whirling dance, or in innumerable other sensory experiences. We live in the animal world at least as much as in the world of ethereal thoughts or mystical spiritual experiences. It's good to recognize and embrace that reality and to be grateful for our intimate connection with the physical world. Having all of these pleasures literally at our fingertips gives us a wealth of opportunities for sharing this bounty through our relationships. Such a sharing reinforces our common experience as humans. It gives us ample opportunity to share the gifts of pleasure with one another. Epicurus was on to a good thing in his philosophy of two millennia ago. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors website and the Two Open Doors private Facebook group. Finally, I invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.